Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Coming up on the news. Trump asks Supreme Court to legalize firing of gay workers. North Korea calls Pompeo poisonous to diplomacy. And protesters march near Beiritz, demanding action from G7 leaders. It's Saturday, August 24. I'm Anthony Davis. The Trump administration took its hardest line yet to legalize anti-gay discrimination yesterday when it asked the Supreme Court to declare that federal law allows private companies to fire workers based only on their sexual orientation. An amicus brief filed by the Justice Department weighed in on two cases involving gay workers and what is meant by Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which bans discrimination because of sex. The administration argued courts nationwide should stop reading the civil rights law to protect gay, lesbian and bisexual workers from bias because it was not originally intended to do so. That view conflicts with some lower court rulings that found targeting someone for their sexual orientation is an illegal form of both sex discrimination and sex stereotyping under Title VII. Those courts have found, to illustrate the point, that a gay man wouldn't be targeted if he were instead a woman dating a man. Thus, he faced discrimination because of his sex. But the administration said in its brief on Friday that Title VII's ban on sex discrimination only prohibits unequal treatment between biological sexes, as it argued last week in a related brief against transgender rights in which the Justice Department said companies should be able to fire people because they are transgender as well. Congress did not explicitly say that the meaning of sex in Title VII encompasses LGBTQ people, so the administration argues the law cannot apply to sexual orientation. North Korea's top diplomat has called the US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo a die-hard toxin who only complicates denuclearization talks and said North Korea was ready for both dialogue and standoff. Talks aimed at dismantling the North's nuclear and missile programs have stalled since a failed second summit between Donald Trump and the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un in Hanoi in February. The US President and Kim met again in June at the inter-Korean border and agreed to reopen working-level negotiations, but that has not happened. Since the Vietnam summit, North Korea has demanded that Pompeo be replaced with a more mature person, while lauding the rapport built between Kim and Trump. The North Korean foreign minister, Ri Yong-ho, who took part in the Hanoi summit along with Pompeo, called the chief U.S. negotiator a die-hard toxin of U.S. diplomacy who employs hackneyed sanctions rhetoric. 
Re also accused Pompeo of casting dark shadows over the talks and being more interested in his political ambitions than in US foreign policy. Thousands of anti-globalisation and environmental activists joined Yellow Vest protesters and Basque separatists this morning near the French coastal resort of Biarritz to demand action from G7 and other world leaders who are meeting there. Protesters converged on the nearby town of Hendai on the French border with Spain to protest against economic and climate policies pursued by the world's leading industrial nations and to promote alternatives. Protesters waved banners for causes ranging from gay rights to Palestine, but their messages were aimed firmly at the leaders of the United States, Germany, France, Britain, Canada, Japan and Italy, who have begun three days of talks today. No to the G7 for another world, one banner read. Heads of state, the Amazon is burning. Act now, said another. The protesters marched under bright blue summer skies from Hendai to the town of Irun in Spain, some 18 miles south of the G7 venue in Beiritz. More than 13,000 police officers, backed by soldiers, are guarding the Beiritz summit site, and police had feared that anarchist groups might have tried to derail this morning's protest, which had been billed as a peaceful family event. You can subscribe to The News with your favourite podcast app or ask your smart speaker to play The News with Anthony Davis podcast. Leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The News underscore podcast for daily updates. The News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.